because 2020 has been a just a drag but not everything has been bad because I'm here to give you guys the news and you probably know about this already like come on guys the only way you guys haven't been informed about this if you've been living on a rock or you have no internet connection or you've been off Twitter and you know for good reason is Twitter is a cesspool, but anyways, let's not get into semantics here. I'm super excited to bring you the news and just my take, just just my initial reactions of G4 returning next year in 2021. Uh, someone activating Monster Reborn, they, they finally dug up the card, uh, the dual disc. They they found their their Yu-Gi-Oh deck, their dueling deck, and they 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 got the the messed up copy of Monster Reborn. They activated it because uh, we we needed some good news this month, this year. <laughs> so I'm I'm really happy, I'm really excited to hear about this. And my reactions, of course, there are mixed reactions. And, you know, the adaptability and survival of G4 in this climate. Because there have been other projects that didn't do so well. And as well as some of the favorite shows that I want to see. And I'm really excited to just just talk about this. Because, as you know, when it comes to G4, I am... I'm, I'm just passionate g4 tech tv i'm your man and i'm a fan of uh you know cheesy humor just as long as it just as long as it's uh you know if it's actually funny because you can try to be cheesy enough and not be funny so I, I guess that's where i get a lot of my humor from from a lot of the shows you know like x play Attack of the show, especially X Play. X Play had a lot of cheesy humor, but it it fit, it worked well, and I think that can definitely work well in this climate. Of course, you gotta watch out. Gotta you know step on this, but not step on that. So we're here to discuss. And before I do, guys, 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 and ladies, can't this we can't not include the ladies. We gotta include them. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this, of course, when it becomes available to you to listen. And if you're feeling like bookmarking a certain website, no, it's not OnlyFans. It is my website. It's Room Prime. 
TV.com. Again, that is RoomPrimeTV.com. There you have all in one access to my content. Uh, whenever I post a new episode, I will update the website. I have many different pages of the previous podcasts I've made, as well as a hub for all my social media and all of my podcast hosting platforms so you can listen to me and as well as the other people other guests co-hosts that have been on and um, trust me you will love it so that being out of the way oh and twitter like yeah i said twitter is a cesspool but yeah i guess i'm in the cesspool kind of so follow me on twitter Room Prime TV. That's it. Plain and simple. Alright. So, last Friday at the Comic Con at Home event, it's Senio Comic Con, but since fans can attend due to coronavirus, it's a digital event, hence the name Comic Con at Home. Which I'm, I was happy that Comic Con was able to happen in some form, even though not as grandiose. It still went down. A lot of people were ecstatic. A lot of people were happy. I'm happy because of the news that G4 is being rebooted, and they never stopped playing. And yes, neither have we. And. Again, I, I'm probably going to say this a lot of times. I'm so happy. I'm so ecstatic. I cannot wait. So, yeah, someone activated. They found a, they found a Yu-Gi-Oh! deck from, I guess, like 2002, 2003. And they found the Monster Reborn. Or, I guess, just another revival card. But Monster Reborn. People know Monster Reborn. It's iconic. And they revived G4. And when I heard, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, like, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. And holy shit, it was. They brought it back from the dead. Well, more so was hibernating. But they, it's awakening. It's out of its slumber. And that was the best news but besides the Walking Dead stuff, um, not, I'm a fan of Walking Dead, not a, a huge one. But, you know, that's cool. But this right here is the biggest news of 2020 for us fans of uh, pop culture, gaming, comic books, any anything nerdy, anything geeky. I'm happy. Everyone else is happy. Enough about me being happy. So I'm just gonna read a couple of articles just to just to get some context from good sources, of course. And websites that don't have many ads on them because uh it's always something it's, they gotta put their ads slowing down my computer and everyone else's computer. Anyway. 
Deadline They post on July 24th 2020 This is last This is a few days ago Game on G4 TV posed uh, Poised I can't read For 2021 reboot Video game network unplugged In 2014 So yeah Folks it wasn't too long That G4 Was uh, taken off air Five Like over five years ago In December of this year It would have been six years Because in the end of uh, 2014 Around December They closed out shop So it's five-ish years Anyways Let's read here On the second biggest day of Comic Con at home The virtual uh, Virtual Con Flab and Gamers Galore Received a very real blast from the past With more to come Unplugged since 2014 Video game network G4 TV is coming back to life next year The NBC Universal owned once uh, once time home to attack of the show, an X place sparked up earlier Friday with a Pong playing G4 TV website with short 2021 tees on social media that resembled a Ace uh, uh, 80s teen flick. That was weird. In the best way, of course. I, I love 80s movies, 90s movies. You know, I'm a 90s kid, so anything from the 90s and from the 80s. I wasn't born in the 80s, but I can appreciate a lot of the 80s movies. Anyways, and then we have here, um, Deadline has the tweet from G4. G4's Twitter, they posted, and their teaser video, a minute and five seconds long. But hey, that minute and five seconds... People have viewed this over three and a half million times. That made me smile because it shows, and, and look at that, 300, uh, 3.5 million views. That's something I wish, because I'm a wrestling fan, that's something I wish we'll see in, in the ratings when it comes to wrestling. So there is an audience for this, believe it or not. There, there are people who are willing to to watch this when it comes on the air. And, of course, I'll be one of them. A lot of my friends will definitely tune in for sure. All right. Sparking a fury of digital, delightful raised eyebrows online. A brief communique apparently is indica- uh, indicative of a move by Comcast Control, NBC Universal, to take back a space once it, it once dominated as newer players move it. To end that, a rebooted G4 debut next year under the umbrella of an esports division, Comcast Spectator, as well as overseeing the telecom stake in the hometown. A uh, NHL team in Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Division has been 
uh, charged with constructing a new G4 TV to engage the ever-expanding gamer market on a multitude of platforms. So, this is why we read articles. This is why we don't just read headlines. And, oh, G4 is coming back. It's going to be the, the same way that it was. No, yes. No, yes. No, yes. Yes, no. Uh, and the reason why that is is because, of course, NBC Universal is bringing it back. But it's going to be under a esports umbrella, which is good depending on you know depending on what you feel because some people don't like esports me when it comes to esports it's a hit or miss with me some aspects esports belongs like for like big games but when you're talking about things like fighting games nah um, when you're talking about uh other ventures, no. But if it's the, these big uh, co-op games, these big multiplayer games that, that bring out the big bucks, yeah. So I feel like in this aspect, G4 would, would do well under a eSports umbrella. But it's got to be careful. Because when you have the suits involved, you... Me and a couple of me a couple of friends of mine, we know about how just uh, you know how how cutthroat suits can be, but we'll uh, we'll get into that. And there's another article here that I want to get to, so I'm going to be bouncing back between articles. Let's see, a variety, uh, gaming TV network. V-E-N-N lines up the distribution partners for August launch. And this is important because there's going to be a bunch of them popping up. There's going to be a ton of them popping up here. Let's see. Uh, as traditional cable programmers struggle, startup V-E-N-N is stepping up to the plate with a business model the founders of Livestream Video Game Entertainment Network says it's custom built for over the top era. For the August 5th launch, which is not too far away. And by the way, this is not G4. This is another. This is why G4 is being re- rebooted because of this. So whenever one company and one network pops up, you're going to have others. And again, G4 is. Uh, I think G4 is a good good contender because it has it has legacy, it has name value, it has recognition. So people are going to flock to it more. And there's like a little competition. I like it. I just hope that mistakes, the same mistakes that were made before, won't happen again because it's just, we, we can't go through this again. We can't go through it you know, just this dying before it starts, you know. And this other uh, network, I wanted to succeed. I wanted to do well. And, of course, let's read on. For the August 5th launch, VN 
will make its 24-hour free-to-watch linear network available on Amazon's Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Gaming, and Twitter. In addition, the company says it will be coming to uh, dedicate channels on connected TV platforms representing more than 30 million U.S. households, including Vizio Smart TVs, Comcast, uh, streaming, so I didn't know Comcast, huh? And Sinclair's Stir and Distro TV. A VN, the video game, entertainment, and news network. Hmm. Nice one. So it's in talks for additional distribution deals with OTT platforms as well as traditional and internet pay TV providers, said Ben. Uh, Going to butcher his name. Uh, Colston, co-founder and co-CEO of VENN's programming, totaling 21 hours of original shows per week at launch and will also be available uh, directly on his website at VENN.TV. That's cool. So you have one, one, one company pops up because it's, it's coming out later on this month. So, of course, it's why uh, G4 is coming back. I feel like if there wasn't any competition, G4 wouldn't have, wouldn't have returned. But it's good. I, I like competition. you got to have competition. You know, I, I feel like if uh, we didn't have competition, we wouldn't have the things that we have now. And that's the truth. Let's see. So let's read. Let's go. Let's read a few more, few more sentences because I want to get, I want to get to people's mixed reactions because I know that there's a lot of mixed reactions, and I can tell you why. Let's see here. Okay, following up on the excitement generated today, there will be waves of G4 TV news to come in the next weeks and months, I hear. Clearly, time to capture the attention of the fanboy and fangirl crowd at the Comic-Con made remote by ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Today's witty activation hacked back to but hark back to the Pong Marathon of the 2002 premiere of G4, which had a big San Diego Comic-Con presence over its more than decade-long initial lifespan. Yeah, actually, when you go to the website g4tv.com, it will take you to a Pong game, and you had to score four points. When you do that, you will be in a mailing list. And yeah, I gave my email out because hey, it's G four. And also, be careful when you, you know, giving emails to different companies and all that. Anyways, let's see here. In a very different way, today's unveiling also is reminiscent of the gory matter and once high flying G four died six years ago, originally set in two thousand thirteen to be molded into. The newly formed Esquire network 
in a deal between NBCU and Hearst. G4 was shoved aside for Esquire's slot by the by style instead. A year later, G4 initially faded away, a victim of some very agonizing upper tier cable musical charts, a uh, musical chart, excuse me. Now that the 2017 closed Esquire Network is old news and G4 is back in the game, which similarly met with approval from former Attack of the Show co host and X Men Apocalypse alum. Olivia Mum in one of a series of G4 TV related tweets today and there's a gif of her in a Sailor Moon outfit from I believe one of the Halloween episodes of Attack of the Show and if she comes back in some form of capacity I'll be ecstatic and speaking of uh, co-hosting Austin Creed, uh, better known as Xavier Woods, he's been campaigning to be on G4. And for those guys and girls who don't know, uh, Austin Creed, he is a, first of all, talented wrestler, good on the mic. He's with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. And he has his own YouTube channel, uh, up, up, down, down, and very entertaining. Big fan, huge fan of video games. You know the nerd culture. Like he's the real deal. He's he is legit, and I feel like he'll be a good fit for G Four. And I say this. I'd rather have people that are passionate about gaming that know what they're talking about that are about it than just, well, let's just put him on, put her on because of you know, the affiliation skin color, whatever. If you're good if you're good at your job then have at it. If you're passionate about something, if your resume speaks for itself, I'm all for it. And with Austin Creed, I hope they put him on G4. I hope that they put him on. It will be a a uh, just an oversight if they don't put him on G4 in some form of capacity, his own show, or maybe be on attack of the show. Because I haven't heard much from, uh, I haven't heard much from uh, Kevin Pereira. I haven't heard much from from Kevin. And uh, you know, please, handsome Squidward, you know, come back. I, I hope I hope he's he's back. But I know there was a lot of uh, just resentment. Yeah, I really do hope he comes back because it's just a lot of resentment. It just seems like in the early days, and it's like that ex-girlfriend you don't want to see with someone else. So I, I kind of get it. And um, and yeah, like as well as Adam Sussler, like they fired him, and he's he's been one of the OGs. Like he, regardless, you know, I know there's a love hate 
thing with Adam Sussler. Like he, he's in his time, he was hilarious. Um, but during the days, you know, the, the later days, he they let him go, and he knew he was fired. Like there was rumors going around that he was being let go, and in one taping of X Play, the then the vice president was behind the camera, and he was like, "Yep," and and he was, like he knew he was going to be fired, and it, it's a shame because he he was one of the OGs. He was there. He was on X Play when it was uh, extended play, and I believe GameSpot TV. You know, it, it's it, he he is the real deal, and it's just unfortunate how the the first one of G Four went down. They were just cutting shows. They were firing people. They were they kept changing, and and like every every few months they just kept getting rid of shows getting rid of uh, you know personalities and hosts and, and and crew and they just never got a foothold of what their identity was when people were watching X-Play and Attack of the Show because I had gaming that had technology that had pop culture that had movies you know etc etc but they keep they just kept adding and adding and adding all this crap that people did not want to see. And ironically enough, those shows like Cops and Cheetahs, they, they brought in the ratings, but you know, what's good is ratings if uh it's it's just I, I, I don't know, it's just thinking back to how things were and, and how it ended is like damn like but now he got a second chance. So and speaking of which mixed reactions. We're gonna talk about the mixed reactions. Gotta adjust my chair a little bit. So there've been a lot of mixed reactions. Go to another article here. Let's see. From thegamer.com. Got got to credit these people because you know you gotta. So mixed reactions. Fan reaction from the teaser seemed to be re- reasonably positive, with a lot of people poking fun at what G4 content used to used to promote. <clears throat> uh, many fans were seemingly ecstatic to get a chance to relive the glory of G4 TV gaming coverage. Former co-hosts of X-Play, Adam Sussler and Morgan Webb, seemed surprised to even see G4 TV's Twitter account active and caught off guard, just like many other fans around the web. Yes, like, I saw Morgan Webb's tweet and Adam Sussler's tweet. They were, like, caught off guard. Like, they didn't know about this. So, that's how you know, like, the, this call, this call me by so I was like, it's coming back? Like, no, it's it's got to be it's got to be some some punk or some parody or or Rick Roll, you know. It has to be some someone's pulling my leg. Someone's got to be messing around. But it's true. But let's let's just keep going. Despite of the rush of nostalgia, a lot of other reactions chimed in to remember the good old times of G4's questionable content choices. Uh 
Twitter user at Cooper Cooper Cole. Hope I'm saying that right. If not, my bad. Uh, quickly remembered the weird decision the network made to have their host lit gaming profiles alongside other necessary sex, sexualized acts that objectified any woman on the network. That's gaming culture, baby. While the gaming news reviews community engagement were great shouts to mr stark halo challenge there were a lot of questionable choices that made an network feel like spec tv like okay gotta get me on a rant just gotta cooper cooper call really <sighs> let's see here listen we all know Olivia Munn, the reason why the show was really successful, besides her chemistry with Karen Pryor, Mr. Handsome Squidward, like, they had awesome chemistry. Kevin and Olivia, they had great chemistry. And yeah, like, she, she did some wild things. But it's TV. And as long as she was comfortable with it, I think it's not, I feel there's nothing wrong with it. But when you have these uh, white knights, we gotta call, like, we gotta call it out for what it is. We got these white knights, these uh, Twitter Puritans, they have no joy, no fun. They, they see no joy, no fun in anything. So they just gotta, uh, they got a poo-poo on everyone else's fun. And also, you wouldn't mean to tell me that if you're getting paid a decent amount of money or you're on television, that you wouldn't, you know, of course, not saying that you're just going to do it. But if there's certain things you're comfortable doing, like you wouldn't do it for a good amount of money. I'm just saying, of course, there's things that people aren't going to feel comfortable doing and that's fine because you know everyone has their limits and their boundaries but to say that this is objectifying women no no because trust me there are worse things that I've seen women do online and they do it for free but we don't want to talk about that we're just talking about this because Olivia, she has done some wild stuff on, you know, on G4 on Attack of the Show. So for people who say, oh, this is a justifying woman, shut up. Shut up. Just stop it, because at the end of the day, if she was comfortable doing it, then there's nothing wrong. There's always people that think they know best they go and talk for people like like they know oh like this is a justifying woman is she was she comfortable with it yeah of course there were there's probably other stuff that they that the producers wanted her to do and she's like no but let's do this instead and we, we 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 should know this by now but of course with how the internet work especially nowadays people assume 
they assume that they know a lot. They, they think that they know more than they actually do. That they're smarter than they actually are. And social media has exposed people to be actually very dumb. And, you know, yeah, I love it. Anyway, however, there is truth to this with their lineups of shows like uh, Cops and Cheaters and, and Fastlane. How can we, I wish I forget, but Fastlane, why? I remember that show being on uh, the USA Network because every night after Raw, Monday Night Raw, you know, WWE Raw, uh, that used to come on. And the only reason why I watched it was because uh, Say by the Bell, remember Say by the Bell? You know, Kelly, you know? <laughs> it's, and she looked hella different. But, you know, now to hear that, that was the only reason why I watched Fastlane. Other than that, the show was just a rip-off of Fast and the Furious and whatever, like, just mishmash things. It was trying to stick to the wall, uh, throw it to the wall and see if it sticks. Um, I just hope that if they bring, if they put shows for syndication, that it'll be shows that make sense to put. You know, got some good shows. Not cops, not cheaters, and for sure as hell, not fast lane. Like, Jesus Christ, if I see that show again, like, like just F off, please. Just stop, please. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, like, uh... Let's see here. Let's 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 switch it up here because uh, let's see. Ah, speaking of programming, before rebranding as the Esquire Network and prior prior to shutdown, the network's programming schedule consisted of past G4 programming such as Web Soup, Campus PD, and various Marvel anime shows. The network also broadcasts their older shows such as Human Wrecking Ball. That's tough. Proving grounds. Two months. Two million. Two million dollars. Episodes of X Play from the last part of 2012 continue to air despite the content being out of date and featuring uh, ending promotions such as do XP promotion for Halo 4 involving Mountain Dew's uh, Game Fuel drink line. I remember that. Let's see. Yeah, so they had all those shows, and as well as uh, just Cops, Heroes, Lost. Even though those shows brought in ratings, like that had nothing to do with with gaming. That had nothing to do with with pop culture. That you know, not nothing to do with, with the, the geek culture and and, and the movie culture, combo culture, gaming. That aspect that had nothing to do with with the namesake of the channel, video game TV, you know, it was just brought there for ratings. It wasn't brought there because it fit the network's vision. You know, no matter what they did, they just kept messing up, and they just kept analogy time. You know, 
you know when um if let's say you're like you're you're doing your own hair right and you you feel like oh like it's a little uneven on this side you want to like touch it up here you want to cut the ends off or you know for you fellas you wanna you you basically wanna just line line up and do your hairline and it looks kind of you know lopsided it looks kind of crooked on one end so you try to even it out and then before you know it you gotta shave your head bald because you, you messed up your hairline and it's just crazy that that's how G4's you know business model was they would just, they just kept they just kept messing around with something that was perfect all they had to do with uh with G4 when they merged the shows that made sense to be on the channel and that they got rid of Arena why in the hell we get rid of a show like Arena when multiplayer gamings you know multiplayer gaming was a thing you you had you know Call of Duty you had Gears of War like come on it's just to me to to get rid of that show like that show alone I was like are you kidding me to get rid of a show like Arena it's 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 like crack. It's like who who made that decision? Who made that executive decision? Okay, Arena, a multiplayer game competition between two teams of four players. Alright? That show would have kept on. Uh Cinematech, that was that was the last show of original G four programming that was that was on there until like uh uh, I believe like 2000 and mm, I think like 2012 I believe which is, is nuts let's see it's Cinematic Arena Cinematic uh, let's see Portal Portal focus on multiplayer online games because Games now, you play online, and imagine, and going back to me, imagine if you have games that you normally couldn't play multiplayer on, but you could thanks to a little, little tool, little software program called Parsec. And shoutouts to uh, a Super Freak One Eight Seven and Follow Your Dreams. Like there are the Parsec kings there. And I use I used actually I was just using it last night to play some Mario Party on Super Freak Stream, and definitely want to check them out on Twitch, guys. Go to Twitch.tv/SuperFreak187. I'll I'll put the link down. But you have a a, a cool tool like Parasite. You can definitely play games that you normally couldn't play. Uh, you couldn't play well. Mar obviously Mar Party you can play offline, but with coronavirus and everything, you can't get together in real life. But with Parsec, you can definitely get together 
and you can any game that has multiplayer you can play online and it's on PC and it's it's a cool tool and as long as you have a decent running computer you can run it no problem you can play you can play what the host is playing and last night we were playing Mario Party really intense uh excuse me it was really cutthroat and since you know we can't play Mario Party you know IRL then we've been playing it on you know multiplayer online and it's really dope so imagine you have your Call of Duties now you have games like Overwatch Valorant uh all these other multiplayer uh, these you have so many games to choose from to to play and now but back then you know you had your call of duties you had you know SOCOM things like that why get rid of that 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 is a that is a uh, just Never understood it. <laughs> Never understood it. Uh, let's see. Cheat. Well, we can't have cheating anymore because now the only way to get your, your cheats and your add-ons is by, you know, pulling out your wallet. You know, the the cheat code to uh, DLC and pay content is your wallet. Like, it's not pressing up, down, up, down. A, B, A, B, you know, start. I forgot the contra code. Exposed. But <laughs> but you can't even do that now because all the games now, they have some sort of paywall. Everything has DLC. Everything has a, a price tag on it. And that's why, like, cheat can never be a thing. Uh, and G4TV.com. And the reason why I didn't mention Judgment Day is because we have X-Play. I know maybe combine the two together, like, but X-Play is its own thing, and people love X-Play for what what it was in the Tech TV days. More so in the Tech TV days, but even so during the early days of G4. But G4TV.com, an interactive talk show. On video games. And they got rid of it. I was like, what? So, Arena, G4TV.com. They got rid of it. Alright. <laughs> Alright, Chief. Like, obviously, all your marbles aren't, aren't in the bag. So, you have a show where you had three people that were from the industry... You had uh, Laura Foy, Tina Wood, Scott Rubin. They were in the video game industry. They knew their stuff about the industry. And they will get people from, you know, from the forums to call into the show. And at the end, they will always have a, a crazy challenge or crazy, you know, a crazy challenge where the loser gets you know they get something gets poured on them or they they get a punishment that was really cool and the asp and, and the fact that you had people that were from the industry like 
it is like why and the reason why that was because the the suits the, the network executives they didn't want and also with with uh with te- with uh the screensavers well, I'm gonna get inside in a second they didn't want people calling in talking about you know, geek stuff they wanted to be a man oriented channel and it's like okay so you got you have this network uh, G4 right TV for gamers you have all these shows centered around gaming in some form or another you have multiplayer you have interactive talk shows you have reviews you have uh, uh, top tens you have uh, multiplayer uh, you know 4 before. Yeah, let's and also with screensavers and other shows with technology. No, let's just make it into Spike TV light. And then you wonder why the channel fell. You wonder why the channel didn't last long, and it was just dragging because instead of compounding what you already have, would have kept like I would have kept shows like Arena, uh, G4TV.com. Uh, at the time, cheat because there was still a lot of cheats going on. You know, a lot of video games in the early 2000s they had cheat codes in them, so we kept that. Uh, Pulse, but uh, not Pulse because you you had when screen servers became attack of the show. That's where you had news and X Play too. X Play had a segment later on about gaming news, so I would just had Arena. At the time, uh, cheat and g4tv.com and cinematype, of course, can't forget about cinematype. So, those shows, but no, no, let, let, let's just uh, let's put cheaters and fast lane and cops and lost and all these other shows, and let's just get rid of a lot of these shows that that brought in viewers. And ironically enough. The only shows that were left were tech TV shows. Oh, Attack of the Show. Attack of the Show was screensavers, and it's just it's just crazy to me that still to this day that none of the shows from the original G Four, you know, lasted. It was all tech TV shows. The last two, and I love tech TV. And I like G4. G4 is dope. Like, it, it had that MTV feel. It had that, that underground feel. And it was great. Like, I, I love that. And Tech TV had a, had a one place mark because I found out about that channel just by scrolling through. You know, just, I was bored. I was like, let me, let me just scroll down. Let me see what's on. And then I, I saw Tech TV and there were talking about computers and then there was this this show called X-Play and I was like X-Play what's this and I was hooked you know I was hooked and one of the one of the other shows that I uh that got me to watch tech TV was uh they had anime on there they had anime that I haven't watched before you know anime unleash and I was like, wow, like this is 
is pretty dope. And I know a lot of people found out about, not a lot of people knew about Tech TV, but a lot of people knew about G4, and especially when they merged. And the reason why uh, G4 and Tech TV merged was because they wanted to inherit Tech TV's uh, time slot and the, the cable slot because Tech TV was getting into more into more homes, and more homes means more viewers. And G four can get around fifteen was only available in fifteen million homes, but I believe Tech TV was in fifty five zero fifty from my recollection. So that's why they uh, they brought Tech TV and they merged it, and of course. A year in, they gutted, they just took out the Tech TV name and they just reverted back to G4 TV. And it's, it's sad. Um, it, it was pretty sad when I, when I saw that. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, those those are the shows that I want I want to see back. Arena, Cinematech, and uh, G4TV.com. And, of course, I know what people's reactions, their, their mixed reactions, like, oh, they're just going to bring back shows that had nothing to do, that had nothing to do with gaming, blah, blah. Yeah, like, I, I, I have that, that fear, too. I have that fear that down the line they're just going to revert back. But I don't think so this time. And if that happens, well, I, I eat my words, put a little salt pepper on it, I'll eat them up. So, but I... I feel like they're not going to because it's going to be esports oriented and I think this time around with the mistakes that, that have been made, they won't make it again, especially when you have competition and when there's competition you tend to do better so let's see here so last but not least how would G4 TV adapt and survive going back to the gamer Assuming this teaser from G4 TV is a full-scale return of the former gaming network, or is it a smart move? The consumption of gaming media has changed drastically since the heyday of G4 TV, thanks to the proliferation of social media, numerous gaming outlets, independent channels on YouTube, steps that push away from centralized networks. Many gamers have moved away from centralized gaming news, when they have access to hundreds of thousands of content creators and outlets to choose from. Yes, you have so many independent uh, content creators out there on YouTube. They got their own websites and, you know, some better than others. Oof. Some better than others, but at the end of the day, like, they're independent. You have a smaller gaming company, you know, outlets out there that put out news uh, reviewers and people that produce content that play games and it's, and it's G4 G4 had and still has to this day a lasting impression and a lasting legacy because a lot of people that I know they game they love gaming more and the culture more because of G4. 
and you have all these uh, let's play channels you have uh, review channels you have news channels like I, I get a lot of my gaming news from a lot of YouTube channels I don't go to the to the source because a lot of times it's just all regurgitated nonsense like you want real news from real people you want real authentic people giving you entertainment providing you with information and I get this so how would you for survive I I feel before I finish the article I feel like um, if G4 had a on demand service on, on one side to get some of the older fans back to watch a lot of the older content in 1080p 60 frames per second because I know NBC Universal has that in the vault they have all those episodes of of uh, X play attack of the show even the screen save all, all that they have all that because when when uh, they purchase tech TV I know they got the library so if there's a way to get that on demand I'll be oh I'll pay any amount for a, a monthly membership I will pay any amount and you know this man <laughs> You know it. Let's see here. But that's one of the ways that they will survive. If they have on one end a on-demand service. You have, since it's going to be esports. You'll have a bit of esports center. And then you have original content. You have you know, your X-Plays, your Tag the Shows. You have your arenas. You have some new original programming. You know, it's it's. I think if you use the uh, the the three pillars, if you have on-demand content, if you have interactive shows, and if you have good quality classics, original programming, I think it could work. Because if you just rely too much on one and the other, the foundation is going to be pretty lopsided and it's going to collapse. So if you have your on-demand service you have since it's going to be esports oriented so you have something for the the competitive gamers the hardcore competitive gamers but then you have entertainment you have your news you have your your comedy you have your your x plays you have your attack of the shows you have your arenas things like that you have original programming it can work but we gotta remember that there have been some there have been some titans in the industry that have fallen. Let's read it. Look at game trailers. A giant in the gaming industry that unfortunately fell by the wayside and shut down back in 2016. Game trailers did its best to adapt to the changing landscape of gaming media by having podcasts, original shows from community creators, but it still unfortunately shut down. Game trailers went all in and an online content that did not manage to survive. G4's OTV old model f- uh, focusing on broadcasts will not last. True. G4 needs to prioritize original and digital content. That's what I said about having original programming. And you have your on-demand digital content. See, it makes sense. 
What do you know? Let's see. Ditch the TV aspect. There's no guarantee that going all in on digital will be success. Will be a success. Look at Mixer. It sounded like right all right on paper and it collapsed. Mixer was another one. They shut down not too recently. And a lot of people that were on, on the contract on uh, Mixer, you know, they uh, they went at their own thing. But that's what I was saying before. You cannot focus only on TV. You can't just have... You can't just go all in on, on digital media. You got to have a, a bounce. You got to have... You know, some TV, right? You got to have some digital content. So you got to have, like like I was saying, you have older shows, like, you know, the, the classics. You have the, the Vault, the G4 Vault. You have uh, Arena, Filter, Blister, Cinema Tech, Game On, well, SWAT, Cheat. Well, Arena, Cinema Tech, Cheat, uh, Portal, Judgment Day, G4TV.com. You have those shows available to view. You have the older episodes of X-Play, Attack of the Show. If you have the tech TV shows, um, that would be cool. You have Cold Monkeys. You have uh, Happy Tree Friends. You have those shows as well. You can put those on, on the digital library. But if you have new episodes of Attack of the Show, X-Play, you bring back the, some of the classics like G4TV.com, Arena, that'll be good too, you know. And then you have uh, original program. You put some new new shows on there, like put something with trading cards, put something with uh, with mobas. Like it, it, it's it's there to 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 be able to to have all this and fail. It's just it, it will. It, it will baffle my mind. The The way that you do it is you don't rely on one thing too much because then, again, it's going to collapse. It's going to fail. It won't last long. And I want G4 to stay on the air as long as possible. I want it to... I will watch it. I will DVR it. I will... If, if we get some sort of TV... Uh, uh, as well as some t- TV, if we get some digital content, I'm in. I'm all in. Because I was thinking about just getting rid of my YouTube TV subscription. But if if it's coming to TV, I will keep it. Because the, in- the price increase of YouTube TV sucks. But it is what it is. Uh, but if we get some sort of digital content with it. We got some new programming. If they bring back some of the old shows, I'm down. All right. All right. Let's see. Do gamers need an advocate on TV anymore? G4 TV was one of the early outlets trying to push gaming further into the mainstream, as well as give space for geeks and nerds. It's safe to say that geek and nerd culture is the furthest thing from the fringe anymore. Absolutely right. Is and it's everywhere. And let me speak on that for a second. While it's cool to finally see gaming being accepted, nerd and geek culture being accepted, it's gone to the point now that it's like there's a lot of frauds. 
there are a lot of uh, posers out there, and it's okay that you got it. You know, you get into into something, and it looks cool to you, and you know, you get into it and you like it and you become a fan. That's cool, but there are just people who are just faking the funk because. They're just faking the funk because it's the popular thing to do. It's it's the the cool thing to do. The the in thing to do. They want to be part of the the, the crowd. And mind you, when I was growing up, liking video games, trading card games, uh, superhero movies, and things like that, comic books, it was frowned upon. You you were called a, a geek. You were. It was looked down upon because you weren't cool. You weren't oh macho, and even though like you can still be masculine and be a fan of gaming, it's just stereotypes. Like you don't always have to fit the stereotype that is out there. You can love what you what you love and not follow the negative stereotypes. Anyway. People are just faking the funk, and that's why, like now, I feel like the nerd and geek culture has been oversaturated. Because you you can tell who are the real, who who's who are really fans of this, and who's just pretending, who's just a visitor, you know. So let's see, where was I? It's safe to say that a geek and nerd, nerd culture is furthest. Is the furthest thing from fringe anymore. It's everywhere. Long gone are the days of niche forms of discussion, game, gaming, and set up land parties. You can't escape nerd culture. It's almost suffocating at times. There you go. <laughs> I just I just brought that up. Uh, it's oversaturated. It's, it's also a way to disconnect from networks that provide to, uh, to pivot to gamers in their core audience with programming. In the past, gaming centric TV seemed to be seemed to go above and beyond in the worst way. Spike TV's gaming awards were a great example of this disconnect. While G four TV was not as bad as Spike TV, it still has moments of creating uh, creating content that many gamers love. Like their E three coverage. Yes. Reason why I love G four and as well as uh, back in the day with X-Play Tech TV because X-Play did uh, they covered the Tokyo Game Show they covered uh, CS and they covered E3 the reason why I love that was because they were able to cover E3 E3 it was only where media and you know people in the industry were to go to so I was ecstatic when I heard that. Oh, they, they cover E three X play. You know, in the early days, they cover E three. They covered um, uh, you know, Tokyo Game Show CES. I was like, dope. That's really cool. I can't like, I'm gonna tune in this one. The reasons why I tune in, and then and and later days in G four, same deal. So that's the that's one of the great things. That's one of the highlights. However, there's definitely was a cringe content aired at the time, and it was probably not aged well since. I had to admit, even though I love 
some of the crunch <laughs> uh, is some of it hasn't aged well. So I agree in that aspect, but I still love my cringe, so don't take that away from me. But I agree that some of it has an age where I get it. I understand. You got you gotta be gotta be fair and, and, and balanced here. You gotta when points are made, you gotta address them even though if it goes against what you feel. Let's see. G four needs to find a way to truly stand out from the countless gaming outlets that do all the same thing to not fall back into obscurity. Something unique that does not involve shooting 48 hours of cops and cheaters every once. <laughs> oh boy. They, 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 we're never going to let them live it down because why? Why? G4 TV's return is merited by fan nostalgia. Yes, but you cannot focus on nostalgia. You cannot run on nostalgia for long because it, it, it can last only so long so they gotta find a way to bring people in with the nostalgia but then catch them all like wow remember all this uh, X-Play, Attack of the Show you know Judgment Day for you know, the older fans, G4TV.com, Arena you know you have Screensavers all these other shows, Unscrewed I love Unscrewed shout outs to Martin Sargent we have all these new things here we have all, all these all this core cool original content you know and if they can bring in people bring in the, the older crowd the, the OGs and then bring in new people they win if they can get I'm telling you they if 3.5 million people watch that teaser trailer to see what's going on so imagine if you got 3 million people watching consistently or more like well th- I'll say 3 million That'd be great. That'd be so great. And then they can have like a, a crossovers and, and, and cameos and, and partnerships. That'd be really cool. So let's see where am I? As much as people love to remember the old the old host of the show, they have moved on on their careers. Likely, the likelihood of those figures returning to host the shows might be slim with a better chance of a few cameos similar to game trailers G4 TV had many alum many of its alumni move to start their own solo careers or work with other notable companies in the game industry true like I know Adam uh, helped make I think Friday the 13th I believe one of those games yeah he helped make that I know Morgan is a She's in Activision Blizzard. Uh, Olivia, she's in Hollywood. Kevin, he's doing his own thing with uh, Super Creative. Uh, I see Tommy Tellerico. I know he's making his his own console. Uh, I don't know what Victor Lucas is doing, though. Uh, Tina, Tina Wood, Laura Foy. I think they went back into the gaming industry. Scott Rubin, he went back to host Game Heads. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, Kristen Holt or Kristen Adams. She was um, the cheap co-host. Don't know what she's doing. I remember last time she was pregnant around the time G4 was on the air. 
uh, let's see, I know Leo Laporte from Screensavers, he, he has his own, um, uh, he has his own network, he has a Twit, Twit.tv, not Twitch.tv, Twit.tv, and he has the new Screensavers on there, uh, and yeah, like, it's just like, everyone's doing their own thing, so this, this person is right, like, you're not gonna get Kevin and, and Olivia back, you're not gonna get Adam and Morgan back like full time. You'll probably get them in cameos, but we again, when I talked about before being realistic with our expectations, like things aren't just gonna jump back to the way they were before. So we got to we gotta keep that in mind. We can't just think that oh we can just rewind time and everything will be better. No. No, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta have the understanding that things aren't gonna be the same. So the best way to, to just bring this back, you have digital content, you have on-demand content of all the past tech TV shows and G4 TV shows. You gotta have. If you don't have that. And you're not gonna you're not gonna be successful. You gotta have the vault. You gotta have the 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 G4 TV vault. You gotta have the Tech TV vault. If you have that, you're golden. I guarantee you. I guarantee to you. So let's finish with familiar names returning to their permanent roles. Will fans even care about G4 TV? If the networks return only in name, it will become somewhat a pointless venture. This is all under the assumption that we will see the return of the network. And if there's no miscommunication, time will reveal if G4 TV can reclaim its spot as a significant outlet for gaming news. <clears throat> Excuse me. Could G4 poach big names to push its name back into some relevancy? Imagine getting Dr. Disrespect. Who knows? But this return is interesting. Yeah. If you can get prominent people in in the gaming industry, I'm telling you, you can get some eyeballs. You got some real, you know, legit and genuine people. I feel you got something going here. I really do. But only time will tell. Because we, we don't know much. It's all speculation. However, we need to we need to wait and see and I and have realistic expectations. So yeah, like that that's it in a nutshell. Like G4 is coming back this time next year, twenty twenty one. So we will find out more news in, in the coming weeks and months and I can't wait. And guys, remember, it's coming back, but that doesn't mean that Kevin and Adam are going to return. Excuse me. They're not going to return. Like, everything's going to go back to normal. Like, it's, it's you know, the, the good old days of G4 TV. Uh, like, it's coming back. It's coming back in name, but we have to. It's coming back in name, but we need to. It's coming back in name, but we need to 
have realistic expectations. We cannot just expect that all the pieces are going to fall back. Like these people have lives; they they have careers. So we just got to wait and see. We just got to. We cannot let ourselves get disappointed when we reach too high. We got to be a little bit more grounded. You know, be we want to soar, but you don't want to aim too high that you just crash and burn. You know, that's just the point I'm making. So, guys and gals, thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I had fun talking for like the past hour about G4 and its return and its, you know, speculation. I'm really, I'm really happy. I really am, and I'm excited to see what's what's going what's going to happen. The news, what, what what's once we get more information. And we can all speculate, but once we hear from the horse's mouth, all we can do is just, you know, ha- you know, have realistic expectations. We can't just, uh, just live in La La Land. Just have these, uh, these pipe dreams, you know. Not to poo poo on someone's parade, but you know, as long as we have an unedited. That was a chair. <laughs> as long as we have uh, the past content in the vault and uh, on demand, I'm down. And it's better be, if it's edited, ooh, I'm going to be salty. I'll still watch, but I'm just going to be kind of salty. But they got to have, they need to have the vault with uh, on-demand content from the past. You gotta have original programming. And you need to have some sort of TV, though. You gotta have those three things in mind. And if you do that, if they have that going on, and they get some names like Dr. Disrespect, you get some, some prominent people, I'm telling you, it's gonna be a ride. It's gonna be a, a renaissance like we've never seen before. So... Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I ramble long enough. You guys are awesome. If you guys have made it all the way through the end, that means one thing. You are awesome. And I want you to have a good weekend. Enjoy enjoy yourselves. Like, yeah, it's can't do much. But, you know, we make it work, right? We got to make it work. And... You guys love what you listened to tonight or whenever you listen to this when it goes up. Consider checking me out on my website, roomprimetv.com. Uh, check me out wherever, I, wherever, wherever I'm at. Ooh, wherever I am. Can't even say that twice. Where podcasts are available, Room Prime TV podcasts. I'm on Stitcher, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify. I'm everywhere. So definitely check me out. I'm sure you will enjoy the content. And uh, please let me know how you know how I'm doing. If I suck, if, if I'm a okay, let me know. Like I I welcome constructive criticism. So that being said, for myself. I've been Room Prime. 
You guys enjoy your weekend. Please stay safe. And remember, realistic expectations. No uh, pie-in-the-sky dreams. Be realistic about this return. We got to wait and see. All right, guys? I'm excited about G4 coming back. So all we can do is wait. And if we get some sort of, you know, vault of past content, then I'm a-okay with that, too. So, guys, please enjoy yourselves. Be safe. All that good stuff. And I'll see you next week. Lord willing. So let me shut the hell up now. Get this podcast edited for you so you guys can enjoy it. So enjoy your weekend, guys. Love you. You're awesome. Peace out. <laughs>